Okay, we're back. We're back. <laughs> and glad to be so. Amen. We've just given you, I think, a, a thorough enough um, introduction to what the book of Ephesians is all about. And now we're going to go verse by verse. And and uh, as we come to keywords, we'll, we'll go to a topical uh, study of that word. Not one that's in depth, but one uh, that will explain what we're saying. Now, in verse 1, Chapter 1, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God. Now, what is the will of God? Well, in 1 Timothy, we see that God's will is that all men should be saved. That's right. That's right. It says, who will, God, who will have all men to be saved. Mm -hmm. So 1 Timothy chapter 2. And then in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9, uh, we see this verse, God is not willing that any should perish, but that, all. but that all should come to repentance. That's right. And so um, that is the big, the biggest part of God's will. He wants you and I to be, he wants me to be saved. And I am. And so is Curtis. Amen. Well, that brings us to uh, the next couple of words, to the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus, those who have obtained mm -hmm. uh, God's favor for salvation by grace through faith, to the faithful, to that's people right. who are believers. And that's what reference to the saints. That's means. what the words, a saint. Now, a saint is not some high and lofty creature who is better than the rest of us. No, no. Everybody who is born again That's right. by grace through faith mm -hmm. is referred to in this book as a saint. As a saint. And the saints have no power to answer prayers. Oh, no, they don't. Only God has saints that power. Saints have no power That's correctly. to offer protection. In fact, no human being that ever lived except Jesus Christ can take your petitions to God except Jesus Christ. Hebrews. <laughs> trying to remember the exact trying to remember, Yeah, that we're, we're to come gold boldly to the throne of grace well, that we might find help in the time of need. That's right. And, and there is one mediator between God and man. There is one mediator. That's right. And that is the man, Jesus Christ. That's right. Uh, and we'll see things like that in 1 John uh and, and we'll get to that uh, if, if you'll let me, Curtis. Yes, sir. He's my son. I can do I'll that. I'll be quiet now. <laughs> okay. Then he says this in verse 2. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me say something about grace. The Greek word literally means a gift. Mm -hmm. So God's grace, grace means things that he has given to us. Whether we deserve them or not. And it's undeserved. Uh, I can remember many times when, when my kids got, got gifts for their birthday or for Christmas. They didn't do anything to earn them. <laughs> I mean, they were in the family. But, uh, but, and we were so tickled to give them. And for the most part, they were tickled to get them. Absolutely. And that's the way we should be about God's grace, right. his gift. 
So he says, grace be to you and peace. Well, let me go back to grace for just a minute. Are you sure God wants all people to be saved? We'll get to that when we get to the word of predestination, mm -hmm. which is grossly misunderstood and mangled. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, okay. We first see that in verse 5, don't we? Yeah, and in, but it, it, with regard to grace, in Titus chapter 2, verse 11, it says, The grace of God that bringeth salvation right. has appeared to all men. Now, if you doubt that, then you're, you, you have to argue with Titus and, of course, the person who told them to write it, God. Now, now, do I need another proof that the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared unto all men? Uh, no, but I'm going to give you one and to look at book, book of Romans. I'll tell you what. And, and so many of these things are overlooked in our pulpits today, and I don't want to overlook them. Um, not, again, I, I'm not better than anybody in a pulpit. I'm just telling you that it bothers me. Um, Romans chapter 1, verse 16 says this, and is a wonderful verse. It says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of, Jesus, of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. Yep. John 3, 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave. You know, there's that gift. Grace. He gave his only begotten son, that whosoever is predestined, oh no, whosoever believeth on him, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Mm -hmm. And whosoever is the most inclusive word in in the Bible, as far as I can tell, mm -hmm. next to the word all. All of language. Okay. But then in chapter 1 of Romans, verse 17, remember this is with regard to word grace in, uh, in Ephesians chapter 1. It says, for therein, that is in the gospel, is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. And so he's writing to those who are faithful, and they're justified the moment they believe. Mm -hmm. Then it says this, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness because... Now listen to this verse, Romans 1, 19. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God hath showed it unto them. And so, dear believer, you are without excuse. And for dear unbeliever, you are without excuse. For God has manifested in you what can be known of God. And the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared unto all men. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Okay, let's go back to Ephesians. It says this, grace be to you and peace. And by the way, no one can have true peace without being saved. That's right. Peace comes from grace. Uh, grace and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Then it says this, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all 
spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. Now, we're going to start with some spiritual blessings. We'll not be able to finish this whole chapter in this uh, uh, last 20 minutes or so that we have left. Mm -hmm. But it says he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places mm -hmm. in Christ. Isn't that something? Mm -hmm. It's the second time we've seen in Christ in just four verses or three verses. And then according as he hath chosen us in him. Before the foundation of the world. That we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Mm -hmm. Now, does that mean he chose us? To salvation before the foundation of the world? Yes, it does. <laughs> and why did who did he choose and who did he not choose? Well, the fact of the matter is, he chose everybody. He did. But some who had the choice chose not to come to him. That's right. All right. But those who come to him through faith are chosen for this purpose that we should be holy and without blame before him in love that's right and now we come to a difficult place and here's here's where there are a lot of so-called christian uh, organizations um that and how shall i put this different ways of interpreting the bible uh, that are wrong and could be uh, actually devastating to people. Yes. Verse 5 says, God, who's chosen us, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Now, he has not... He has not predestinated you and me to salvation. The word predestination refers to the, that, that which he predestined us to after we believed. That's right. Mm -hmm. You'll read in Romans chapter 8, verses 034 and following, you'll see that... that uh, uh, predestination was according to the foreknowledge of God. <clears throat> we need to give God the glory and, and just the out and out credit for knowing everything from the beginning to the end. God knew everything he would go, he was doing and was going to do, including including uh, including those who he who he graciously gifted with free will. That's all of us. That's it. Uh, that's who, it. who would use their free will to choose him and that's who would right. not. And since God knew the, the, from the beginning and all the way through through the end, everything that he was going to do, uh, he, he chose men mm -hmm. to write it down in the book so we'd know how to, uh, how to handle it. Mm -hmm. And so there are several times, and we'll, and we'll take this up in the next lesson because uh, time is getting short. And I want to give you uh, uh, this verse 5. Having predestinated us unto... And this is one of the spiritual blessings. It is. 
having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. There's his will. And it's, it's according to, there's your key words, the good pleasure of his will. Not your will. Mm -hmm. Not Pastor Huffenpuff's will. Mm -hmm. Not Dr. Um, So-and-so's will. No. According to his own will. And he's adopted us. That's right. Did you know that I've been adopted? No, I have natural parents. They didn't adopt me. They conceived me. They gave birth to me. Yeah. Uh, they nourished me. Mm -hmm. they, they raised me. Uh, th those are my parents. And those are my natural parents. But you see, God is not your father. And do you believe it? That's right. And then when you believe it, uh, you don't have to be conceived and nurtured and everything. You become mm -hmm. a son of God by the process mm -hmm. of adoption. You were not his son until you believed. No, when people say we're all the children of God. No, 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 no. We're all the children of Adam. We're, we're all the children of Adam. We're all creations of God. That's right. But the children of Adam. That's right. That's right. And you only become a child of God unless and until you believe the gospel of Jesus Christ. Curtis, keep me apprised of the time. Uh, looks like we've got about, oh, I'd say about 18 minutes left. Pastor. Wow, that's fun. Let's go, let's continue. So he's, that's one of his spiritual blessings. Um, um, let, let's go to Romans chapter 8, I think. And let's look at verses, um, well, Romans chapter 8. That's the Holy Spirit chapter, I think. Are you still with me? Look, yep. Let's look at verse 15. It says, For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption mm. whereby you cry, Abba, Father. father. Mm -hmm. No, we can't say God's our father until he becomes God the father. And it says the spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, what he gets we get. That's right. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared uh, with the glory which shall be revealed in us who are adopted <laughs> isn't that wonderful and so we are predestinated to adoption mm -hmm. that's just the fact of the matter is and you can't get away from it that's right yeah so anyway um 
Back to Ephesians uh, chapter 1. And then it says that he has adopted us according to the good pleasure of his will. Uh, that's one of the spiritual blessings. To the praise of the glory of his grace. Everything that God does and gives us is by grace. It is a gift. That's right. Wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. Did you ever, where, would you ever see nerds in school? And, and, I see them. I was one. You were, and, and you know, nerds are not widely accepted by their peers. They just aren't. No. There are people that um, are, are kind of weak, sickly looking, um, and they, they stand in the corner and they stand in the corner because nobody wants to be around them. You know that? Mm -hmm. See, we don't have that problem in Christianity. And if we do, we ought to get rid of it in a great big hurry. Amen. All right. And so he has made us accepted by adoption and predestinated unto, unto adoption. Uh, we are accepted in the beloved. Accepted. God has accepted me. I'm old. I'm ugly. Um, um, well, you're supposed to object right there, Curtis. I'm not okay, all right. I, I, uh, I, I've I learned. That's right. And I have aches and pains. I have faults. I have the sin nature. I still do things that are not pleasing unto God, but I am still accepted in the beloved. And so the are you. The beloved of God, the Father, who is Jesus Christ. So you're accepted because of your belief in Jesus Christ. And I'm adopted because right. I believed in Jesus Christ. Right. In whom? That's right. And so, and so the next two words we come to, and, and you beat me to it, you dirty booger. But anyway... <laughs> I can call him that because we're related. All right. <laughs> it says, in whom we have redemption through his blood. Yes. Wow. The forgiveness of sins. Oh, and there's our precious key words. According to riches the his, riches of his grace. His grace. <laughs> God is so rich that you can't comprehend it and never will. That's right. You but know, we can understand big parts of it. Yes, we can. It oh. reminds me of my favorite, one of my favorite hymns, He Giveth More Grace. He Giveth More Grace. If you ever That's get a chance, listen to that. And yeah. oh my goodness, what a message. What a great hymn. So, uh, in whom we have, and that in whom, in whom is Jesus Christ. We have redemption. Now, that word redemption, we've talked about this in previous podcasts, but that's right. uh, if you didn't, if you missed one of those podcasts, you don't know this, that there are five words, Greek words, and I'm not a Greek scholar, but I have a Strong's exhaustive concordance and a Vines expository dictionary of Greek words. And there are five different Greek words that are translated in our English, redeem or redemption. That's right. And here they are. And I'll tell you what they mean and then how we can put them together. There's the Greek word agorazo. That means to go in the market and make a purchase. 
The next word is ex agorazo, which means to take your purchase out of the market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Latruo means to purchase. Lutrosis is the um, extreme word for purchasing. And then there's the word apolutrosis, which means, and, and those words, lutro, lutrosis, and, and uh, uh, apolutrosis, uh, talk about the um, uh, um, what all goes along with buying, with purchasing. And so, but apolutrosis means to purchase totally, to complete the transaction. Mm-hmm. And that's what it means. And so, redemption is a completion of the transaction of buying sinners who are in the slave market of sin, remember the Apostle Paul said, we are slaves to sin. That's right. And you are too, if you're not saved. We're slaves. But Christ went into the slave market. He bought us from the sin table. He made the transaction by purchasing it with his blood. It was the extreme amount of purchase. It's the highest price that can be paid. And it was attraction. And he took us out of the market. And that was the completion of the transaction. So in whom we have redemption says you are completely and totally redeemed. That's right. And you belong to God because you have redemption in Jesus Christ, according to the riches of his glory. Mm-hmm. You can talk about redemption. I'm going to give you a little outline. It's in the margin of my uh, Bible that I'm teaching from about redemption. Number one, the purpose, I mean, the person of redemption is Jesus Christ. Number two, the price of redemption is his blood. Number three, the purpose of redemption was forgiveness for the plenty of redemption was according to God's riches. We are talking, we are, when we're redeemed, we have been purchased. Um, and, and, uh, so that, that's a good five point outline about redemption. Let's continue. Um, then he says in verse eight, with regard to Redemption, wherein he hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence. You know, wisdom is not knowing everything. That's knowledge. Wisdom is the proper use of knowledge. God has given his children wisdom to understand and to practice his precious and holy word to our own benefit and the benefit of others. Yep. Amen. He had a, now, uh, now he didn't just give us, uh, you know, little pieces and, and, and you know, uh, bits and pieces. He gave us the whole shebang. 
Which is a good theological word, don't you think, Curtis? It's, it's, yes. No, so, it, all right. It's, it's better than Schmierkes. It says, wherein he hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence. We'll talk about that maybe next time because we got to wrap this up pretty quickly. It says, having made known unto us the mystery of his will according to the good pleasure uh, which he has purposed in himself. God's purpose was to make everything known unto us by his, about his will according to his good pleasure which he purposed in himself and he did it because he's God and can and because he loves and did. Amen. I think I'll close this session with verse 8 if it's all right with you, Chris. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, wow. All right. We've gotten through eight verses, and think about this in an, in an hour, how comprehensive this is actually. And, and, and listen, pastor's taking the time to do it simply because it is comprehensive. These are things that we need to know as Christians. These things are critical for our understanding. And, uh, and, and also for unbelievers to, to, to understand simply, um, these are not, these are not, uh, into, you know, uh, very, very complex, uh, positions or concepts. Uh, these, these are fairly simple to understand. However, we didn't, we need to have a complete understanding of them. And that's, and that's why we're doing this the way we're that's doing it. That's correct. So thank you, pastor. Um, we are going to close this this uh, segment for now, uh, and again, we're going to thank you and uh, and tell you how grateful we are for your listening support, and uh, we are very blessed that you that you do so. And um, we also would like to invite you uh, to join us on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday which I believe will be the 2nd of February. It is. Um, for our continuing study in the book of Ephesians. So with that being said, this is the Christian Underground News Network signing off until Tuesday. We'll see you then. Until then, God bless and keep you. Bye-bye. Okay.